Hey, Lewis here. I mean, obviously it's me, right? I'm the only guy who actually runs this freaking show. Anyways, I'm here to tell you about something that I'm working on that I'm really excited about. It's not going to be ready until later this year. However, I'm going to give you the lowdown on it so you can get it for free. Here it is. I am going to be releasing a podcast monetization masterclass. I've been spending the last few months on this, building it, refining it, even training my team on how to use this with our own clients. When it is out and finally published and ready, it will be anywhere from, I'd say, $47 to $197. I'm not sure what I'm going to price it at yet, and there will be a lot of bonuses that go with this course as well. However, the first 100 people who actually raise their hand, say they want it, and actually go through the course and give me good feedback are going to get it for free, okay? So if you want to be one of those 100 people, there will be a link to a page where you can sign up and add your name to it and your email, and then I will send you the 1.0 version of this course when it is out, all right? You'll be one of the first 100 people. Once I hit 100 people, I am shutting it off, and it will be a paid product, and that will be it, all right? So make sure if you want this course for free, be one of those 100 people because that is the only way you will be able to get it for free. All right, that is it. Now back to this episode. So how many ads can you add into one podcast before listeners get, well... A little annoyed. I actually didn't know the answer or have a concrete answer for this outside of my own experience and the work we've done with clients. So I went looking for answers. And to be honest with you, I was pretty shocked about what I found. So in this episode, we're going to cover what some experts say is the optimal mix for podcasts when it comes to ad breaks. And I'm going to share some of my own antidotal evidence and what I've found to work the best for podcasts who want to run ads. So let's dive in. Welcome to How to Get Your First 100,000 Podcast Listeners, where we talk about the very granular how-to tactics, as well as the big picture thinking you need to grow and multiply your listener base. My name is Luis Diaz. Let's dive in. Now, quick disclaimer for all of the business owners, entrepreneurs, and brands out there who are not ran by networks or don't have a giant podcast that all they do is sell ads, okay? I think a podcast should do three things for you. Number one, it should warm up your prospects and give a ton of value to your existing customer base so that they know you, like you, and trust you way more. Every episode should be geared around doing that in a really fun, authentic, unique way. Number two, you should use a podcast to actually bring on people who can either help you grow your business, could be a JV or affiliate partner, or people who can help you expand your network. All right. And number three, it should be used as a platform to showcase how you solve problems for people that you work with. All right. So those are three things I think podcasts should do. Yes, you can take on ads. Yes, you can make money like that. We're going to cover that in this episode. But I wanted to make sure you knew exactly um, what we think of my company at Top 10 Podcast thinks works the best for podcasts. It's those three things. All right. Without further ado, let's dive into this article that I found on Marketing Brew, which actually had some interesting insights on some of the things that we'll go over today, okay? So according to this article, they interviewed 14 podcast pros from networks and large shows, and it seemed to be that the average 30-minute episode, get this, the average 30-minute episode had anywhere from four to nine ads per episode, okay? Now, what I found was pretty crazy was that as you scaled up in episodes, these are larger podcasts, right? As they scaled up in, ep in, in the episode length up to 60 minutes, the ads... Uh, the number of ads didn't really change. So it stayed around that four to nine range, which is 
pretty crazy. However, I don't know too many podcasters who are independents doing four ads per episode, honestly. I feel like a lot of people, at least my clients that I've seen, a lot of their listeners will get annoyed if there's typically over two or three ads. But let's get back to the article. Now, the average episode, like we mentioned, is 30 minutes long and it gets around four to nine ads per episode. That's if you're a larger podcaster. Like I said, I don't see that really working well with independent podcasters or podcasters who have um, a mastermind, a business, a coaching program behind it. Um, now, what's interesting is that it's actually still better than TV. So TV shows get anywhere from 12 to 15 ads per episode, right? Per 30-minute show. So podcasting still is actually relatively um, less pitchy when you look at it compared to other traditional media channels like TV. Now, when it comes to how to make your ads actually stand out, if you're saying, hey, I want to use ads more, I know I'm not going to do maybe four to nine ads, but I'm going to do some ads maybe for my product, my mastermind, my upcoming events, my course that I just launched, my book launch coming up, anything like that. I want to dive into now a little bit around what they said in this article works the best for um, for podcasts, right? What kind of ads work the best? And I can actually, I actually agree with this. I've seen this work best as well for our clients as well as some of the stuff I've done with ads um, when it comes to promoting stuff. So according to the article, an episode or a, an ad rather can be as long as three minutes and still be good and be well received by an audience if this one thing, check it out, if it is read by the host and it's more of an organic ad. Apparently, and I find this to be pretty true as well, if you're reading your own ads, whether that's pre-recorded or you're reading them inside of the um, inside of the episode kind of naturally, that's going to be way uh, better received than if you are getting a voiceover artist and they're reading an ad and it has music behind it and it's completely jolting, okay? So you want to stay away from those kind of ads, all right? So if you're going to do an ad, if you're going to do a couple ads, read them off either in your show. So you can have like a, a Google Doc up open like I do right now and I just... You can just read the ad right in the middle of, of an episode, or you can pre-record it, have it, you know, maybe chopped up, maybe add a little bit of music behind it, but make it still your voice and do it that way. So that's apparently, according to the article, what they've seen across a lot of other shows, these 14 podcast experts they talk to, that seems to be better. That seems to be a much more palatable experience for the listener, and I've found that to be true as well. So that's the first, that's the second thing. The last thing I'll cover here about this article in, in terms of, um, ads and where to slot ads and what kind of ads to use is going to tackle where are ads used. So there's typically three places that you can put your ads. Okay. That is the pre-roll. That's before the episodes being posts are being uh, played. There's the mid roll, which is going to be somewhere in the middle, typically the 40 to 50% mark of the episode, or maybe later. Um, some bigger shows like 60 minute shows can even have multiple mid rolls. I've seen that happen where it's like two or three different mid rolls. So you put them in using like the you know, in the first third of the episode, the middle of the episode, and then the last third of the episode, right? Um, or the post roll, which is at the very end. It's the last thing you hear in the episode after all the content is is over. So those are the three most, uh, those are the three places you can place ads. If you're thinking of like, okay, how do I, where should I promote my next upcoming event? Or should I promote my next upcoming book? You're going to want to promote that in the pre-roll. So before the episode comes on, usually a 10 to 15 or 20 second ad will do. And then somewhere in the middle, right? I wouldn't say go, honestly, I wouldn't say make it exactly in the middle. I'd probably want to put it maybe at the 40% mark of the episode or 30% mark of the episode. 
because if you look at the Apple podcast statistics for most shows, they're getting anywhere from 50 to 60% on average. At least the shows that I work with, the shows that we produce, they're getting around 50 to 60, sometimes 70 or 80%. Um, but if you look at the overall, like 100, 100 episodes in their catalog, the average is about 50%. So you're going to want to put that mid-roll ad at the 40% mark. So ideally, you're getting most of the listeners to actually hear it. Okay, so we've got the average um, big network show, four to nine episodes or four to nine ads per episode per 30 minute episode. And that scales up um, and uh, to 30, 60 minute episodes. And that's pretty much the same. All right. So whether it's 30 or 60 minute episode, you're going to get around four to nine ads per episode. If you are an independent podcaster, not making all of your money off of ads, chances are you can probably get away with two or three. And outside of that, I'd say for what I've seen in our agency, a lot of listeners start to turn off after that. Um, if you're putting more than three ads in your in your stuff, right? So keep that in mind. Um, again, if you're going to promote something of your own or something external, like someone else's product, you're going to want to put that in the mid roll or in the um, in the pre roll. Post roll is typically not really going to be that valuable because really it's it's less people overall. So if you want to get more people to listen, put it in the beginning of the episode. Um, still good to have a post role and something to promote there or some, a call to action and ideally just one call to action. But again, it's going to be less people listening to that. If you're thinking, okay, um, what are like my next steps? What are the things I need to keep in mind? I want to give you four things to keep in mind after this. And I'll link the article that we referenced in this episode as well below in the show notes or the YouTube description. So if you're looking for that, read it through. It has some good stuff in there, but we've kind of covered the main things here um, that I find found to be important. So four things to keep in mind if you are thinking, okay, if I'm trying to sell a course or a product or a service, what should I keep in mind? Number one, you shouldn't just rely on your ads. Okay. It's important to think of other ways to actually promote this offer or, or product. Okay. You can do testimonial episodes. You can do episodes with past clients. You can do, um, Episode where you just kind of teach the problem or explain to the people the problem that you solve and how you solve it with your unique system or process. All right. Think about other ways you can market it, not just slotting ads inside of your content. Number two, if you're going to do ads, make sure they are host read ads. Okay. So they're you reading the ad, not somebody else who's a voiceover artist um, in a fancy studio reading them. It's better to have you naturally. Uh, read the ad because your audience trusts you. They already know you. They already like you. They're listening to the podcast for that reason. So keep that in mind. That is your biggest leverage there. Number three, I would limit it to two to three ads per episode. And honestly, you can try four or five. I'm curious to hear your um, your what your experience is like. Uh, I'm always learning. So I'm by no means, uh, this is an absolute expert or anything. But I'm curious to hear if you had success with over three ads. All right. Typically two to three though, maybe one in the beginning, one in the middle, one in the end, or one in the beginning, and then two in the middle would be what I would choose. And then last but not least, not too many people leverage this or use this a lot, but if you have testimonials that are video, you could actually strip those, the audio version of those, and use those in your ads, okay? So having other people endorse your product typically is going to help um, with conversions. And it's an obvious way to lend credibility from somebody else, right? So if somebody is shouting your praises or they've gotten great results from your program, you are going to want to use that audio in some form or fashion, all right? So another easy way to, to leverage and you get more out of those testimonials is to create, have an editor create a highlight reel 
of all the audios, all the testimonials, and then you can weave that into your ads. So that is pretty much it for this episode. The show notes are going to give you all the resources, all the tips, all the things that we talked about here, and also the article that I referenced from Morning Brew. All right. So that is it. Subscribe to the channel. If you like this content, you want to learn about how to launch a podcast and use it to grow your online business, whether that's an agency service, high ticket coaching, low ticket um, products and courses and masterclasses, anything like that. This is the channel for you. All right. So see you later. Hope that was helpful. And don't forget to subscribe. Hey, Lewis again. I hope you enjoyed that episode and I hope you took something away that's going to help you on your journey towards launching a top ranking podcast that get 100,000 listeners or more, ideally more. Now, remember the focus of this show is to help business owners launch podcasts that add more profit to their bottom line and more authority and credibility to their name. That's what we're about here on this podcast. Now, if that's you and you want help launching your podcast and getting it to rank in the top 100 of your category or your money back, then maybe my team and I can help you. But hold on. I do not want you to take my word for it. We all know that you can go on YouTube and learn how to launch a podcast. You can hire a million different companies and freelancers and consultants to help you. So I'd rather you hear from other business owners just like you who have gone through our process, gotten the results, and love what they have built. Check it out. Once I hired Lewis, he helped organize the entire show, the pre-launch, the contest. We had an epic contest, which is all Lewis is masterminding and uh, his whole organization of how to do that. We had over 107,000 entries into this contest. If you're thinking about doing a podcast, don't think twice because the investment is worth tenfold, not two or threefold, tenfold, tenfold for what you invest with Lewis. Only a matter of a few weeks, the podcast got launched. They also supported me through the entire launching process, how to communicate with my audience to maximize the results. And when it did launch within a few days, uh, we made it to the top 50 in two different countries. Uh, we get about 25,000 downloads a month and the podcast has literally completely changed my business. My podcast right now has 10X my business and that's not an exaggeration. When I started working with Lewis, I was making about 40K a month. Right now, my business is making $400,000 a month, and I credit a lot of that to the podcast. And then when they listen to one episode of the podcast, they'll listen to another episode of the podcast, and then that cold lead will turn into a warm lead that turns into a hot lead that becomes my customer. Right now, I have 775 active clients, and a lot of those people found us because of the podcast. Luis Diaz is the man. He knows exactly what he's talking about when it comes to starting a podcast. He knows exactly what he's talking about in terms of getting your podcast to 100,000 downloads. Because right now, my podcast has over 225,000 downloads, and it's been about a year and seven months. I didn't just want to do a podcast. I wanted to do it the right way. We are at number two in the parenting category of Apple Podcasts the week that we launched. We're now hanging tight in the top 25. Could not have done any of this without your assistance, Lewis. Literally, I keep asking Lewis, like, how can I give you more money? Like, what else can we do together? Because literally working with you has changed my life. It's changed my podcast. It's bigger than that. It's changed my business. Lewis Diaz, badass podcast growth expert.